Welcome to Tree of Life Chiropractic's third podcast, where we're going to be talking to Felix Vasquez, who's not only an amazing patient here in the office, but he's also a father of three, a husband to his amazing wife, and we're going to be talking about the importance of routine and routine as a father and as a husband and a community leader. So I look forward to sharing with you guys. Enjoy it, and we'll see you on the other side. Here we are. Welcome to our most recent podcast, if you're watching, listening to these live. So today we got Felix here. How do you say last name? Vas- Vasquez. Vasquez, okay. <laughs> um, he um, is a patient here in the office, and I was really wanting to have him talk on here for a few reasons. One, I just was telling him that he's one of the very first, one of the very few dads that come in on their own pursuing wellness. <laughs> His wife didn't make him come in. Um, he wasn't, you know, in a stretcher on his way in. So he came in <laughs> close, um, <to> <laughs> close, but, um, which was the first thing that really stands out to me. Also, um, he does some coaching. He is a dad of three, three kiddos, one yeah. new one, right? Yes. Four months, four months. So <laughs> busy life, um, yes. works and coaches on mindset and overall physical health. Right. Yes. So we're going to talk about that. But today what we're going to talk about is routine and the importance of routine, um, I spoke in January with Bree about the importance of routine in my New Year's resolutions and creating a routine that allowed me to be successful, not just physically, but as a dad, as a husband, and for my community. And those were my three big goals this year. Um, and I did a lot of things. I hired a personal health coach or a personal life coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing is creating routine for me. And my routine has been to wake up at five every morning. Um, if I have a slower day, I can wake up later, so I'm not strict on that. But and I spend about 30 minutes, 25 minutes, reading my Bible, reading something um, positive, and journaling, um, which has been really cool for me. Mm-hmm. And then working out. Yeah. And um, I was just counting; I've missed about 10 mornings um, since the start of the year, which I think is pretty, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. Um, and I've I've had some really good change, and so routine has been really big for me. And so. What I want to talk about is a few different points, and uh, we're just going to kind of roll with it. But um, let's first talk about health and fitness in terms of creating routine and successful tips. So for me, my biggest thing as a dad and a business owner and lots of moving parts in my life is to do in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do it earlier than I would like because my daughter wakes up at 7, mm-hmm. and I want to have everything done by 7. So when she wakes up, I can sit on the couch with her, have my coffee. And spend a little bit of time before work. Yeah, that's that's um, big. That's yeah. So yeah. that's that's been big for me. Um, we work long hours. We we leave the house at eight. And we get home around six forty-five, seven. Um, and so I want to spend as much time as I can with her. So for me, that's been my health routine, fitness. Um, with you, I know you you have a history in the health and fitness side. Mm-hmm. What are some of your biggest routine things for health? Uh, def- I'm definitely a morning person too. Yep. Um, if it's up to me, I definitely like to hit it as soon as possible. Definitely before the kiddos, you know, get a hold of us throughout the day. What's that? What's that look like for you, time wise? Um, usually like around six o'clock. Okay. Six seven o'clock. Yep. Um, we homeschool our oldest kids, so it's not like we have to rush them out the door. Yeah. Um, but I tend to try to get a little something in, whether it be at the gym or at home, mm-hmm. half an hour, and uh, that's the biggest thing for me too, making that shift between. You kind of hit on it before. Um, having a routine but when those slow days come just having that flexibility too because of course routine is very important but giving ourselves that grace to just kind of be like you know what there's a lot of resistance happening this morning for some reason let me not be all or nothing you know because that's a big that was the biggest mind shift I had to make just shifting from all or nothing to 
giving myself more of that grace. Yeah. So I think grace leads to consistency. Yeah, for sure. I've always been all or nothing. I would do, you know, then I did uh, what I did, like, what's the um, 75 hard. I've done all these different things, and it's like all or nothing. And if I mess up one day, that's two weeks I messed up because then I'm like, ah, I'll start over again. I'm the same you way. Know? And so this has been, I think, grace leading to consistency and giving yourself that flexibility. Is yeah, because we're in it for the long haul. It's about yeah. sustainability, you know. So, you know, and, you know, having that grace for yourself and the understanding that it's not going to be perfect all the time, but just making the best out of whatever the gate, whatever the day gives you, you're setting yourself up for long-term success as opposed to just being so hard-pressed on having it look a certain way and then, you know, God forbid your kid wakes up sick and it throws off everything. Yep. You know, so yep. having that little window of flexibility is helpful. Like, you, do you set aside time every single day? I'd be lying if I said yes <laughs> because um, having a four-month-old, I'm still in the midst of establishing that routine. For sure. It's, and there's not a whole lot of routine with newborns. Yes. So creating routine within a lack of routine. Yeah. Hard. I, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. And um, yeah, it's just kind of just seeing what works what doesn't trying things out what you know and seeing what fits best and then locking you know somewhat locking into what that routine would look like with some room for flexibility yeah. of course too what um because <clears throat> you're you're fit what do you say your fitness has changed through parenthood do you feel like you've gained lost fitness or physical health um has it changed <clears throat> that's a good question so i feel that i gained a lot more mental gains versus like physical gains yeah just my approach has been a lot different it's more of kind of long-term sustainability um yeah. taking different things train uh, even my even down to my training style like i used to lift a lot heavier but now i'm kind of training just from just making sure my body's more pliable more amiable um um you know things from that standpoint so yeah. and it's also making the mindset shifts because back in the day when I had nothing but time to work out, it was very easy to go to the gym five, six times a week yeah. at the exact time that I want to go and have my meals perfectly laid out. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's impossible now, now that I have children, but just giving myself that grace again to be like, you know, you didn't have your lunch at three, like you scheduled it, but it's at four today, but it's yeah. okay. But, or if you even missed the day entirely, just be like, it's all right. Like it's, it's going to be okay in the, in, in the, in the grand scheme it's going to be okay. As opposed yeah. to back then, I used to miss a day and be like, oh, I didn't yeah. do my second chest day this week. I'm bugging out, you know? Right. So right. it's just making that shift mentally. Yeah. And because I mean, physically too, like even right now, like I haven't really been hitting the gym as much as I would like. And I've been trying to do workouts at home, but make every time you have that new, that a new child is born, it's always like that new shift. And it's like, you, you can't really do all the same things necessarily. Um, but, you know, just, continuing to be flexible with what's going on and yeah. just just being mindful and as present and not kind of losing sight of yeah. what's going on, you know? That's good. How about um, when we talk about like health routine, what's your sleep schedule like? Ooh, sleep is uh, yeah. it's tough these Maybe days. not in terms of staying asleep <laughs> at night with a newborn, but yeah. in terms of like routine. Of oh, like bedtime routine yeah, and stuff. Yeah, for you. Um, try to get a shower and calm my body down. Mm -hmm. um, try to make time with the with the, with my wife because you know throughout the day it's you know we're checking in with each other making sure that we're you know still sane yeah <laughs> but just making sure we spend that time with one another with one another at the end of the day kind of wind down check mm -hmm. in take inventory with one another hey how you know how'd you feel today when what worked what didn't um, we try to do that as much as possible you know um, 
but as far as like a bedtime routine we try we try with the kiddos for mm-hmm. sure um at times we, we could definitely be better yep. for sure you could probably give me some tips on that <laughs> <laughs> what's your bedtime for your kids oh my god <laughs> so the thing is we have we homeschool our oldest so yep. we're, we tend to be very lax yeah but that's also another shift we're making because we homeschool so we're at first our approach was very like you know, we don't got to get up at eight, nine o'clock like you're going to school, you know, we're yeah. going to be so super rebellious, you know, yeah. and then we're like, mm, it has to, we have to kind of provide some structure. Yeah. So we try to have a minute at a decent hour. Okay. Sometimes it's now with family over, forget it. Some people go yeah. to sleep like at 10, 11, but you know, normally uh, we try to keep it nine, nine thirty. Yep. So that at least when they go to sleep, the wife and I can have some time for one another and yep. at least just like stare at each other for more than five seconds yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. so you, you know how it is sometimes yep. so, um, and then what time they wake up uh, little guy my toddler three year old wakes up eight o'clock okay so they sleep in pretty good they sleep in pretty good like yeah. he's, he's a good sleeper and my oldest one he can sleep th- yeah he can sleep yeah yeah. so my daughter wakes up she would wake up at six every morning if she did. Mm. so we do a time clock so it doesn't turn yellow until seven so she can't leave a bed till seven I like that so that so we we have her bedtime is seven to seven. Mm. So she goes to bed. We start getting ready for bed at seven our clock turns blue. Um, now with summer, now that she's almost five, we're pushing towards eight. Mm-hmm. But between seven and eight, I like that. But we've always been pretty strict on sleep, partially because she wakes up early, yeah. and also it gives Chelsea and I time. Like you said, I'm an old man where I I like to get to bed early, so if I can get her to bed early, it gives us time to. Yeah, same just, thing. Yeah, it'd be a couple for yeah. five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, okay, cool. Yeah. So, what time do you got you and your wife usually go to bed? Um, oh, what's your wife's name? Christy. Christy. Okay. Yeah. So we try to go to bed around eleven, ideally. Okay. Yep. Um, you know, sometimes we kind of lose track. Where if, if it's been like a really stressful day, we we'll tend to stay up later because we kind of have to like all right, Decom- we're gonna, decompress. Yeah, we got to decompress yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So it's like sometimes it can waver, but you know, eleven o'clock the latest. Yep. Um, and the good thing about us is that we're very aware yeah. of that. So it's like, man, we've been kind of going to sleep a little late these days. Like we, need to, we need to chill out a little bit and yeah. get more get more strict with it. Yeah. But um, for the most part, it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Okay, yeah. cool. I, um, I have a new a new uh, Whoop watch that I got a couple months ago that I love because it tell, it gives me a, a real answer to my sleep. Mm. People used to ask me, oh, how much sleep do you get? And I'm like, oh, I'm getting about eight, eight plus hours That's a night. Funny. And I, but I wasn't right. So like for example, let's go back here. Yeah, I was I was just gonna ask like you know sometimes your phone helps you out with that, but yeah. I don't know how accurate that so is. So this is measuring all kinds of data on through from like um, pulse ox, heart rate, um, all kinds of stuff, and so it can measure when I went to when I got in bed, when I fell asleep. Um, let's go to today's. So like last night, I was in bed for eight hours and 57 minutes. Mm-hmm. I actually slept in this morning, which is awesome. So nice. my wife got up early with my daughter. <laughs> and uh, so I, I was in bed for eight hours and 57 minutes and I was actually asleep for seven hours and 43 minutes. Um, it tells me how many times I wake up in the night. So I had 21 disturbances through the night. Um, my efficiency of sleep was 86%. My respiratory rate while I slept was 13 points. So it, me- it tells you like REM sleep, deep sleep, all these things. And what I love about it is I, I geek out on it a little too much. I can compare as friends. We, we have like 
basically accountability so we can we can re- see how much That's everyone's sleeping accountability is yeah but yeah. sometimes I'll, i only sleep six hours and 40 minutes and i was like oh i slept eight hours but i'm not really getting an actual sleep with that so this has been a big thing of like all right, really prioritizing sleep which has been a new thing for me mm-hmm. especially when i when i wake up at 5 5 20 i gotta go to bed at nine yeah right and so it's yeah. been it's been a transition so cool i gotta try that yeah it's awesome <laughs> so um the next one we're going to talk about is like personal health routine um I'll kind of, so for me, something that I've been doing is my morning time. So, um, you know, I hired a life coach, which has been amazing. He's a pastor out of Colorado. Um, and he's really opened up some things I've never really thought about or communicated, but it has really helped with my marriage um, and parenting. Um, but also just taking time daily. So for me, I'll write my sleep and recovery every morning when I wake up. Um, I'll talk, I'll write a little bit about like, how my nutrition was and water intake was the day before. I put my workouts in there. Um, but then I'll write, I'll write notes or journals on like how I'm doing or what's going on in the week. And then, so I've been spending time, so I'll read the Bible and be like, all right, what's speaking to me? And I'll make sure I always write one thing that I'm uh, keep in my mind for that day. Mm. Um, and so I can come back to that. And it's kind of cool to go back now through different weeks and be like, all right, you know, I was doing this and this, reading whatever scripture or even just positive affirmation or just something in here that I wrote. Um, has been really good for me to have a focus during the day and a purpose during the day other than just, you know, taking care of patients and doing being a father and a husband. I can really have a little more purpose to the day, which has been good. So that's been my big routine for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other stuff that I, I want to do better at, mm-hmm. like forgiving myself and giving myself grace. Yeah. Um, I feel like I hold a grudge with myself more mm-hmm. than anyone else. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that comes out on our kids and our spouse. And so... Mm-hmm. My biggest thing for routine is like figuring out how to get get out of those dark places in our head, mm. and not dark where I feel like there's like big lingering issues, but like maybe I did something or said something, or maybe I didn't do something I wanted to do, and I, I just I eat, it eats away at me for a while, right? Spiral a little bit, yeah, yeah, and then that affects your future actions. Oh right? yeah. So that's a big one for me. My newest routine change is going to be how to give myself more grace. Um, but I think having that morning time for me is my, my big personal mental health routine. Um, and then in the evening I can read through it and see how I did during the day, mm. which has been really good. So um, that's what I'm doing. Do you, I know you talk about mind, um, mind health a little bit. Like what, what are some of your personal routines in terms of just your overall mental health? I definitely... And they don't have to be super organized. I mean, I think everyone has just a different scale of how they do it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I would say with like the past six months, I've been taking up meditation. Cool. I feel like my biggest thing was starting to just be more mindful. Like you said, like you do a great job in like taking inventory. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that system would actually work out great for me too. Uh, mm-hmm. It's something I actually want to try. But... Um, just taking time to just reflect and just my wife always has to tell me like take some time for yourself you need like five minutes to just kind of like you know process because you're kind of like sometimes you get caught up in that autopilot and you just you can easily spiral and one fleeting thought can cause you to spiral and you go down this negative path and you start vibrating negatively and like you said you can take it out on your wife you know unintentionally or your children and they don't deserve that because obviously you're it's our responsibility to control that it's not up to nobody else to hey, what's wrong, you know, like to fix us and stuff like that. And I feel like it's powerful when you say, especially you being a man, saying that, you know, that's something that as men we don't do enough at all. It's like, you know, being just vulnerable is very tough. And that's that's been the biggest shift for me, just trying to be more vulnerable with myself and just taking those times throughout the day periodically, even if it's for like five minutes, just to be like, 
it's it, it, it feels like it's like a like a storm right now but it's how much of it is really just me not organizing my thoughts effectively yeah. and not like writing stuff down taking yeah. inventory you know maybe listening to the you know kind of repeating a positive affirmation to myself um a lot of it just simply comes down to that just organizing your mind for two seconds just kind of like yeah you know pick it like you're decluttering and like just putting you're putting stuff back and just like doing that reset yeah and we need throughout the day because it's, it's so easy to get caught up in the throes of stuff and just next thing you know it becomes it's not just one day it's a week it's a yeah. month it's a year and the next thing you know you're like what the heck just happened you know the last 10 years right yeah. and then it takes a toll on negatively on your your marriage and yeah. forget it the rest that's of the history that's good. After that yeah you said take a time for yourself. What do you What do you do for personal enjoyment, relaxation? Like, if you go do something, what's your most like exciting, like favorite things to do on a regular basis? Just exciting thing to do, like just for the like, what, what, yeah. For so, like for me, like my happy place is fishing, mm-hmm. right? Like if I go on a creek, fly fish for thirty minutes, I'm a way happier person after. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'll, I'll get away and go fish. I mean, honestly, almost sometimes a couple days a week. Mm. Um, I'm super lucky where I can get away for 15, 30 yeah. minutes and do it. Yeah. Um, or being outside in, in some form is like my my wife knows if I'm being just a pain, right? I'm trying to think of a, a good go word. Fishing. She can tell yeah. I'm She's like, you know what, just go go down to the creek or yeah. go fish tonight. Go do this. Go, go hunt. Go do something. Mm. Get out. Um, for me, that's kind of my reset. So, like, what's a reset that you do? Um, well, we have a big yard. It's the yeah. first time we've had, like, a really big yard, and we have so much access to, like, nature. Yeah. For the first time in our lives, because we're from New York City, so it's just, like, the concrete jungle all the time. Yep. Just basking in the the amazingness of our yard and the fact yeah. that, and just and just taking moments to be grateful. Yeah. Like, that, that, I feel like that goes a long way for me. Just cool. understanding that we have, I have so much more. I'm harping on the 1% that's not even real most of the time, like yeah. the, the, that whole lack mindset thing. But for me, my escape is definitely just kind of just getting in the yard and just, no matter how cold it is, just kind of sitting out there and just, you know, just taking stuff in and just realizing like, Felix, you're, you're doing a pretty good job, man. Yeah. Like you're, you know, you're you're doing all the things that you're supposed to do or whatever, but you're also present for your kids and you have a very healthy and happy life. Yeah. Just take a moment and just chill, you know, just, yep. you know, like I think that. something as simple as that, you know. Yeah, I think that. that's me. good. Have you gotten into geeking out on your grass yet? Man, when you own a house, you start geeking out <laughs> on different stuff yeah. because it's like, it's my first time owning a house. So I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You start yeah. going on YouTube, you go on the rabbit hole, DIY stuff, and yeah. our patio, should we extend the patio a little bit? Yeah. Um, we, we want to hire, um, you know, what do you call it? Somebody to even out our grass or yeah. our, our, our the, the dirt because we feel like it's very lumpy. Yeah. Um. So we've been we yeah. love it though. We yeah. Love and it. You're new homeowners, like you, yeah. First time. When did you guys buy your place? We're in Greece. But when? Oh, when in August. August. Last so year. like new. Yeah. Yeah. Not even That's a year cool. yet. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Routine with kids. So, my my idea with with this question was, um, what kind of routines do you have or would you like to have that would allow you to, um better influence and love our kids mm. so this is a hard one so for us routine wise we don't work on fridays um we work hard monday through thursday we're here most of the day um and so our big routine is to having that three-day weekend we still work pretty much as a business owner you're always working mm-hmm. right 
but to spend time and do adventure with our kids. That's mm-hmm. a big one for us. Every weekend we protect for that. Um, a routine that we used to do is we always had alternate days. So we always play the game until this year. This year I've been really working on my morning routine, which allows me to be there when Nova wakes up, which I love. Mm-hmm. You got to spend 30 minutes with her before I go shower for work. And honestly, most time I have a cup of coffee, I'm reading and we're watching a show or just mm-hmm. hanging out. Yeah. Um, but before Chelsea and I would alternate days. So um, who would wake up and who would get to sleep in an extra 30 minutes, mm-hmm. right? And that wasn't, but having that morning time has been a big routine boost for me with Nova. Um, and another one that I, I want to do better job at is discipling and leading her through the week. Um, through struggle of like, how can we be better? Um, I think conversations and those things come up a lot and we're gonna be homeschooling her just like you guys are. Yeah. So I think it gives us a lot of opportunities to feed into their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wanna create better routines where I can stop things faster and make change. Mm-hmm. Whether that be her seeing me apologize for doing something wrong or me course correcting her when she's frustrated um, or just laughing and having fun, but like creating more of a routine for that. And I'm not sure how yet, yeah, but um, yeah. I think that's a big one for me. So what about you? What are some routine things you think are important for kids or that you guys do? Yeah, I mean, just constantly checking in with them because mm-hmm. kids are very good at kind of, well, they're, for the most, if you, I mean, you know your child well enough, you're able to see when something's off, but yeah. a lot of times they can be also good at masking just to, yeah. just to kind of make sure that they're not kind of just, Especially when you have multiple kiddos. Like yes. our daughter is the only child, so she'll make sure we know yeah. if something she doesn't like. <laughs> and that's on. that's powerful too because yeah. she deserves <laughs> to have a safe space to like yeah. you know you guys being her parents, she deserves yeah. to have a, spa- a safe space to vocalize and and process her emotions from beginning to end. But yeah. big thing for us when everything is going good, we wake up, we have breakfast together. Um, little guy loves to read. He loves cool. his uh, Captain Underpants books. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> Dog man books. Yeah. He's reading. He's, uh, we, you know, kind of just chatting it up. And we literally ha- get together and we set intentions for the day. What do we want to accomplish today? You know, we kind of lay out what homeschool topics we want to take we want to take down for that day. We kind of allow him to give ownership, take ownership on that. Cool. Um, and we do a good job in tailing his curriculum around things he likes, so that, which keeps the motivation up and the yep. engagement up. But just checking in with one another. Hey, so how are you feeling today? I know yesterday kind of ended on a rough note. So like, what's going on? What can we do today? What can mommy and daddy do today to um, set you up for success? And just constantly just reminding them that they have a safe space to be vulnerable. And we've done a tremendous job, especially with our oldest one. Like he blows us away sometimes. It's just, he's unafraid to set the boundary and let people know, listen, I don't feel like talking to you right now. I need to, I need to, I need. I just need a moment to myself. Yeah. But when we have that routine going, we're you know having meals together, looking at each other in the face, you know, and just checking in with one another. Hey, so what's going on? What's going on? Um, when that and obviously he gets his schoolwork done. The three-year-old we can do better with him. He kind of just like floats around, um, and he's he's speech delayed too, mm-hmm. um, which makes it tough to kind of obviously like you know see what his needs are, but. We have a very safe emotional attachment with him, so he definitely yeah. is able to show us when he needs something. But you know, just constantly just taking moments throughout the day to be present with one another. Yeah, and just checking in. That's good. I like yeah. that. All right, so we're kind of running out of time, so I want I want to hit one more. Yeah. So routine and loving your spouse. What do you got? <laughs> 
Man, it's so funny because that's been a bit actually a big topic lately for my wife and I. It's like we literally need to schedule time to like tap kiss. Yeah. It literally sounds like dumb. Yeah. Especially sure. if you, any of you out there listening who don't have kids or are listening to this like what? Mm-hmm. But we literally scheduling those small, uh, just keeping in mind those moments of intimacy or like like playfulness and flirtiness yeah. goes such a long way. Um, routine wise, we literally try to schedule it. Yeah. Like what the, the, the biggest change that happened when we had kids is and then me working from home now for the most part mm-hmm. is that there was never that hello and goodbye and that missing you type of yeah. thing so it's like every time I would leave get a kiss goodbye I love you whatever do the whole hug yeah. and then leave and then you come back and it's like woo daddy's home or mommy's home you know yeah. now it's like we're always near each other it's like we don't you kind of take the flow into yeah. roommate status yep literally scheduling moments of intimacy let's cuddle on the couch and watch a show together yeah. you know even if it's like garbage tv the, yeah. po- the point is that we're physically matter. next to each other yeah. and just you know just being a couple you know and just literally scheduling oh we have listen we've only tap kissed today three times like breaking it down like that yeah when you feel like you've kind of gone astray is big because that's going to propel you towards getting back to operating like you were because like you were before having children because it's very easy to kind of lose sight of yeah. you being a couple versus parents and just being like caught up in the flow of things yeah no i think that's really good mm-hmm. we, we've kind of had our struggles in marriage and life together chelsea and i being the fact that we work together and our livelihood is our work mm. and then we also want to be spouses and friends and spend time together not just business partners right so <laughs> you know we've done weird things we've we've actually this past year really changed up the dynamics of our practice that has been great for our marriage mm. in terms of responsibilities and roles mm. um we drive separate to work um which is like a reset button so like work life and home life mm. can separate in that in that moment of time um i also hate to be late so that allows me to leave <laughs> at a different time but yeah, yeah. um she's good at it too now she's good at it. but it's like a reset and then you know, we, we, we go through phases of like where, all right, what phase of our, of the day, like when we get home from work, we don't talk about work for a period of time. Mm-hmm. We focus on Nova and then we can focus on each other and then work will come in a little bit, but we, we try to stagger it. Yeah. Um, date night is something we still struggle with. We'd like Ooh, to be better at that. Magic yeah. word right there, brother. We try to schedule it and <laughs> it's like, oh, I got this going on. I'm too tired. And, um, so that's a hard one. And, uh, what else do we do? Yeah, we just try to figure out ways to like, create regular routine, like you said, like the tap tap kiss, which I, I've never heard that term. I like that. Tap yes. Kiss. But uh, <laughs> um, time together, um, we're going to make a better job of doing the date nights, um, yeah. vacation, travel. It's something we made a priority this year mm. to step away because when we're at home, I very antisocial and like to just relax and do my own thing at home or like do my own tasks, where she wants to get stuff done, do do do. And so getting away from the office is a way for, or getting away from home, whether that's vacation, or we got a boat this past year, going out in the boat. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a time where she can't get stuff done and do stuff, so we can spend time together, and we're really mm-hmm. excited for that. So, that's big. Um, dude, I appreciate you coming on here. Yeah, thank you so much um, for having me. I think we could talk a lot longer. We said it'd be less than 20 minutes. We're at 26 already. Oh, yeah. Um, but a couple things. One, I appreciate you. I think us as fathers and dads and leaders for our community, mm-hmm. showing... One that we're all, everyone's real and everyone's got demons. Like, there's no perfect world, like on Instagram. Yes. Oh, right. Um, Giving ourselves grace. And I think also holding each other accountable. I think having dads to question each other. We do drafts with dads. We do events in the office of like, 
one to connect, but also I think dads should, our world is so chaotic right now. There's a lot of just tough stuff happening in our life. And I think us as men, um, I went to an event called Masculinity and Men last night, and it's not about being masculine and tough and having big shotguns in your car, your truck, right? (laughs) But masculinity is being like being vulnerable and showing love and showing your family what it means to be loving and provider, but also make, we make mistakes and owning those mistakes. So I appreciate you coming on. I think we can all be better. And hopefully someone listening can get a little tidbit out of this. Um, If you're listening to this, always reach out. Um, You know where I'm at um, here at Tree of Life here in Rochester or Facebook, social media, whatever it may be. Um, Where can people find you if they want to reach out? You can find me on Instagram, underscore Felix Vasquez. Facebook, on underscore Felix Vasquez is there as well. Um, Mainly just Facebook and Instagram. and yeah, we can shoot me a message and we go from there. Cool. Sweet. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, for having have a good one. I appreciate yep. it. Thank you, man. Let's get you adjusted. <laughs> exactly.